owe me for the hotel, you cunt. What's this? Can I will pay you tomorrow. You, you know guys, I, you know I'm good for it. You owe me fifty. You owe me sixty. You know what? Was what are we just counting? You owe me sixty-one because I'm gonna steal that foil paradox gold. Welcome to the Fetch and Shock <laughs> Finance Podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you any money. Oh, I love it so, so no, much. No, you bought beer because uh, I'm gonna finish this and probably you do. Yeah, once uh, I finish mine, I'm probably. All the beer is for everybody. Kevin, I love you. I love you too, buddy. This is a reason why we have I'm repetitively mentioned you on the podcast. <laughs> I'm kind of. Uh, All right. I, I have a small skinny Buddha. Set the beer down right here. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, do, please. Skinny yeah, on a scale of one to don't do that, please don't do that. So that is a good thing. These these yeah, types of marks. Those are bad. See, it's like. You guys are the fucking worst. I have to parse a fucking intro out of this, and yeah. you guys are just totally. And it's like, hey, hey, this is really it. funny. Just fuck it up. <laughs> That's gonna be the intro. <laughs> so right trapped. This is great. Damn it! I hate doing? everything about this. What are you doing for an intro? What is up, you geeks? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock Podcast. Joining you, as always, is the champion of the beer bracket. Tyler, joining me is my co-host, a Viking in training, Matt, and we have two very, very special guests today. One of them is which... I don't know about the special part. Okay, I mean, special has a lot of different meanings. It takes takes a different route, I guess. A lot of different meanings. But one of them is homeless Fabio himself, Kevin, and another skinny Buddha, Z. Wait, is that your preferred... I am fine with that, yeah. I like Z. Z. Yeah. I would like, I mean, just like, if we're going to refer to you as Z, let's keep it consistent like throughout it. this it's, whole it's entire mess. It's mysterious, it's... I wouldn't mind oh, that one letter. Kind of dark. It's also the, the last letter of the alphabet. Oh, wait, Z. Last in the alphabet. Can we do Z? First in your hearts. <laughs> I love it. I would like to backtrack and say that people named Kevin are douchebags to refer to me as Kev. No, we should refer to you as Homeless Fabio. It's homeless oh, Fabio. Well, that, that was the yeah, intro, right? Yeah, that you're that Homeless works. Fabio. If you don't get a choice. You're <laughs> oh, Homeless right, Fabio. I'm fine with that, too. Our <laughs> two followers know you as Homeless Fabio. You can't fuck with no. that. No, all right. This is already really off the rails. That's all right. I love it so much. Yeah, so... I didn't know you guys had rails. No. Barely. It's like more of guidelines instead of rails. Well, you know how you when you or drive on a road and there's like there, there's like darker or lighter divots in the road? Is it the part of the rail that has been completely horribly twisted in some kind of accident and now yeah. it is, is kind of resembling a rail? And there's a cone in front of it. Like, the, the artist formerly known as rail... Is what we're riding on. And right at now. one point, that was meant to keep things on track, but it has been horribly twisted, and there's been some kind of accident, and that's where you—that's where you live now. How did we have an entire conversation about exactly what kind of rails were derailed from that got derailed into that conversation? I couldn't tell you. God damn it! Because we next leveled it. That—that is—that's mm. strictly speaking next level. Very meta of us. Yes, we were talking about talking about. Eternal weekend. Well, yeah. There you we go. Are, so, we are currently in. Yes. We, ha- we had a plan. All right. Yes. yes. The reason why we are all here uh, together in the same room is because of, yeah, the North American Eternal Weekend, uh, where all of us played in an event in some way, shape, or form. So uh, I feel like, I don't know, we just want to talk about kind of our feelings about the weekend. I heard it. I heard it happened downtown. Downtown, yeah, I'm in downtown, yeah. in downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So let's just let's go around. Uh, let's start with Z, since we'll just start here and work our way around. Yeah, let's just talk about uh, what event you played in, how you right. felt about it, 
uh, and just go from there. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I did not play Thursday. I didn't do any of the 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 challenge. Uh, I was not trying to get a buy because I knew that that buy was not going to help me, even if I got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I played in the in the vintage championships. Uh, I did not. I didn't do that well, but I did not prepare. For it. I just came to have some fun playing some vintage because uh, playing vintage is fun. That's just, I think, a well-known fact. Uh, I went, what did I go, two and five, and then I dropped. Uh, I had, was that right? Yeah. You're in the you beer bracket. You joined the beer bracket. I joined yeah. the beer bracket. I, yes. I am the cha- I I'm actually the commissioner of the I, beer bracket. I, I followed the champ. <laughs> it's not yes. like he's a champion. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I might have just kept some seats warm early, but yeah. not the champion. Uh, which was kind of, I mean, you know, that kind of finish was a little disappointing because I'd I'd done some challenges and done very well, but I haven't looked at nor touched my deck in like three, that sounds bad. Nor is your wife, yeah. Yeah, that sounds bad. (laughs) I heard myself. I said it and then I heard it and I was like, oh, no one has touched my deck. All right, so anyways, uh, I have not, um, I have not manipulated my... Oh, wait, no, that sounds bad. That's even worse. Uh, yeah. You right. haven't played the game of Magic the Gathering with the specific deck that you were playing. Right. Vintage has not been on my radar for, like... <laughs> just because, you know, life happens and things get busy, but I, I haven't looked at it in the past couple months. Uh, it definitely showed. I, I... Well, one, three of my losses were to my worst matchup, Shops. I just faced Shops a lot. Uh, I was almost there multiple times, but just couldn't get there in the end. And then uh, I did play a mirror match, and... The person I faced in my mirror match was ready for the tournament, had a updated deck, <laughs> and it was very, very evident when I'm sitting there spinning my wheels and he's like just breathing on hot it. fire on me. Uh, so yeah, but it, I had a good time, and then today I went back, uh, it, was, it was my second day there, Saturday, and I was on a different kind of magic mission, uh, and I just kind of got some cards traded i unloaded about 20 pounds out of my book bag of cards and was able to actual uh, stacks yeah stacks literal stacks. You, physical yeah. stacks send like, us send us the picture and we'll tweet it out all right cool i'll say yeah i think i took a couple pictures i'll I send those the, out that is not like a metaphorical like oh stacks of magic like it it's, was, not, it's not it's not hyperbolic in the slightest it was actual pounds of magic cards. It, it yes. was probably 15 to 20 pounds of magic cards. Yes. Yeah. And, and it was literally like everything I had. So I just, I mean, that's the other aspect of, of something like this is like I went to play some vintage, but I also was able to just unload a bunch of cards and get something I needed. Pick up some power, pick up some beta stuff. Some yeah, you got stuff. a... You essentially traded into a Mox. You got a Mox Pro, right? I got a Mox and beta bolts. So unbelievable. Like the fact that you can turn... A bunch of draft, draft standard like cards that are not even really playable in that format into a a power nine card. Yeah, that, that was awesome. That's bonkers. But uh, on a the downside, plus dollars nonetheless. On the downside, though, like I feel like it's it's it is going to affect my physical health because I was reaping some kind of benefit from carrying that kind of weight on my back. <laughs> Just getting that <laughs> them leg muscles worked out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, your thighs are going to get like fifteen percent thinner. I actually, I do see another hair popping out though. They, oh. I mean, they call me Skinny Buddha, and it does take a lot of work to keep the the you know this this womanly figure. The, yeah, the no lady physique you got going on. Called you that before. You're right. Uh, up until about twenty minutes ago, <laughs> yeah, no one has ever called me the Skinny Buddha. Ever. But well, I, that I'm doesn't mean it's not going to stick. I'm going to run with it. Okay, fair enough. So, I love it. so to no one's surprise, I played. And the vintage champs. Yeah, I, Matt. I drove in 
Thursday night. I got here about 8 o'clock, ate dinner, and had some beers with Tyler and... Who? Yeah, Lieb. That's oh, me. Yeah, that's the that yeah. champion of the beer bracket. Yes. Oh. I'm the king, So, baby. I obviously played in the Vintage Champs. I played a deck that is not necessarily out of what I normally would play, but it no, wasn't Oath. Then that normally, it. Yeah, normally I would... It was absolutely out of what you would normally play. Normally I would play Oath. Um, the mere fact that I didn't play Oath was dictated by sheer laziness and not willing <laughs> to pay... 100, 150 bucks for Oko's. Well, you decided when we were discussing the last episode. Wait, I'm sorry. Who's Oko? Yeah. Oh, God. Fuck off. We have, we have made some... I don't think we've made any serious jokes about Oko, but fucking fuck is that card just an absolute powerhouse in, like, almost all formats. Not vintage. So, no, some people in this room disagree. I am 100% on board with the fact that that card is the truth. In every other format besides vintage, I would agree with you. I think it's good in vintage. It's got its, it's place. It's okay in vintage. It has. Okay, it has I think place. it has its place. Yeah. My thing is, and here's hold here's, on. We're gonna fucking get into no, this. No, fuck Let you. Me hold on. My... Let me make my point, you motherfucker. Wait, wait. I'm gonna yell too. Okay. <laughs> How many oath decks were present in the format before Oko was printed? Uh, that was just a matter of time. Most natural predators are just guy pyromancer and dredge and shops, and that was what the whole format was. But is but is Oko, Oko just pushed it? Oko is the the calluses for that though. It uh, made it way better for just, sure. I think it just made it quite obvious. It, it made it, it better. It's it's playing blue and green no matter what, and it's just a natural fit. And you because want it, creatures on it the answers. Oh, you answers. say so? You're saying that the card that was printed was a natural fit for the deck to make it better? Yeah. And yeah. you're also trying to say in that same sentence that. Oko did not have a significant impact. No, no. I didn't say that. I think it had impact. I didn't think it was ridiculously. It didn't make Oath untouchable. Is what I think you're getting at. No, I'm not saying it made it untouchable. I'm saying it made a significant impact invented. What I'm trying to say is that Oath was already in the right spot, and Oko is just convenient at the time. I don't think Oath was in the right spot. I think. Oko pushed Oath into the right spot. I don't know that I would okay. say it made a significant impact in Vintage, but it made a significant deck in Vintage better. So, like... That's well said. That's just yes. saying that sure. this deck that is part of the Vintage meta is now a little bit better, but it's still just part of the Vintage meta, and you're still going to face all the same decks that you faced in Vintage. It's just that now Oath, where you might have been like, oh, I crush Oath. Now you're like, oh, okay, Oath is a little bit different now. i got to figure out how to play that and what those differences are. Dude, the one and a half people that listen to us that like Vintage are going to be Thrilled. living yeah. it right now. <laughs> They're going to be loving it. Continue your fucking tournament yeah. report. You They're fucking talking about report. Vintage! No, we're talking about Oko, but in like the total wrong format yeah, that we yeah. should be so talking it's about. Not, it's not an yeah, fucking format. continue yeah. your story. Well, so, oh, sorry, I no. ended up uh, playing... Esper uh, PO, which plays a bunch of artifacts, plays PO, and the real win condition Paradoxal is... Paradoxal outcome. Yes, and the real win condition is tinkering into Bolus's Citadel. Yes. So, How does Bo- Bolus's Citadel win? <laughs> fuck off. No, he like belongs on this podcast because he 100% nailed it. So he said that you get to tinker. I mean, for cards. Bolus's yeah, Citadel doesn't attack for 20, does it? No, no. it's a complex magic card. So it's a three, it's six complex. mana, three colorless, black, 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 legendary artifact. And the only important text Savant. on the card that matters 
is you can play cards off the top of your deck for life equal to their converted mana cost. So you just get to play a shit ton of cards and eventually tendrils them to death. Yeah, and, weird. And you can tinker for it. I have a yes. question for you. How much do... How much... What does the converted mana cost of, like, Mox Emerald? Uh, zero. What about, like, Mox Sapphire? Zero. How about Black Lotus? Zero. Oh, so you get to play those cards for free? Yes. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. That seems okay. Off what the, happens... Off what, the top of your deck. What happens yeah. when you get to a land? Um, if you did not make your land drop, you can play the land... But the nice thing is, uh, it also plays Sensi's Divining Top, so you can draw the uh, activate the top to draw the top card of your deck, put Sensi's Divining Top on your deck, and then you can then cast Sensi's Divining Top for one life. One mana. Yep. Or one life. Yeah. Hmm. And so then that seems pretty good. Uh, them lands tendrils. It plays a whole bunch of crazy shit. Where uh, tendrils is your main win condition. Mentor is a secondary win condition, and it fucking works. Can I? You're all right. Wrong. Let me let me see if I got this right. So you. You have a top out. Yes. And you you're looking at and you're just playing stuff off the top of your library for free or a couple life. points of life. Yes. And then eventually you can tap the top, put it back on top of your library, draw the land that was on top of your library, stalling you out, and then you get to play the top back from the top of your library, and then keep looking at the top of your library and just get rid of all the lands. Yes. If you that seems okay. Yeah. Or cards that you wouldn't necessarily want to Need cast. Need to play in that certain spot. Yeah. Yes. The only bad cards on top of your library with a bullet to Citadel in play are Dig Through Time. And I don't even play those in the deck, and uh, the worst cards are actually counters. Well, that's true. Okay, Force Yeah, that seems so much, good. Much worse. Well, how, so, did you, how did you go this weekend? I ended up 6-3. and three. Um, I did punt one game, uh, which would have made me 7-2, and two, which would have probably put me into top 32 which cashed but i was happy with that with only especially playing the deck i didn't actually play this deck ever but i played paradoxical decks in the past bullis's citadel was just the new go-to tinker target pretty much so six and three ending ending the day how do you win if you don't have the citadel what do you do i can paradoxical and actually just storm off without it and play a bunch of moxes, get to ten spells and tendrils. Okay, so it's it's, it's kind of like a storm deck that that basically just for for consistency tinkers into the citadel. Not even consistency. It's very hard to lose when you have citadel. Um, I actually have the one game I had citadel out, and off the top I had Yogwill, and then I cast Tinker from my graveyard to get the Sensi's Divining Top to go off and win. And it has tutors. Damn, put, son, that was a good play. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was tight. Yeah. It, In fact, uh, it puts stuff, uh, all the, hold on. Great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's an <laughs> ASMR for you folks out there. So, well done, Bob. Well done. I have a couple tutors like Vamp Tutor, Mystical Tutor, that put stuff on top, which let me then either win or continue comboing in a ridiculous way. So, six and three with a deck that I've played maybe three rounds of Magic without this and it actually switched but six and three overall best of the our crew for the vintage tournament Here. oh wait, yeah, yeah. you know what okay flexing a little bit sure a little bit a little bit that's of a fine. flex well flex, nobody cares about what you did matt because yeah. it's not vintage. <laughs> nobody cares not so humble it's not Bob's yeah. fault that he went not our two three drop it is yeah. it's his opponent's <laughs> fault you're right it's his fault uh let's talk about uh a format that people actually give a fuck about uh because vintage sucks uh, Kevin, what did you play? Popper! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 
Are you talking to me? Kevin. Uh, homeless uh, Fabio. Homeless Fabio, which many of you may know, if well, many of you being the four people. He's in like five of you, apparently. He's 100% fetch and talk lore. So there are more but, people. There is many people in this room right now as followers that you guys have. Yes. Essentially. I feel honored. At that least. One, yes. We will <laughs> take you under our wing. We will foster you. We will do all of those things, followers. You should not take that. Remember that Zafudo is not part of this show. Yeah, the people. <laughs> you can edit that out in post, right? <laughs> yeah, we can fix it in post. So the people who do listen, you know that I like brewing. Uh, Homeless Fabio, also known as Kev, is probably the he's a, most. He's a prophet. Most <laughs> most ridiculous brewer. That I personally know. Yeah. So, go ahead and tell us what you were playing, what format you were playing, how it went. Uh, I played in Modern Champs, which wasn't all that exciting. Um, we only got 81 people to uh, sign up for it. Top 32 paid, which I sadly did not make, even though there were only two, 82 people. Uh, had a fucking blast, though. We played uh, Electro Balance, personally. It was a good time. Nothing feels better than making uh, two, eight, or two, four trampling rhinos uh, during their end step. So, like, what exactly did your deck do? Yeah, what is Electro Balance? <laughs> yeah, okay, is a Electro Balance. pile of cards. It is a pile of cards. Uh, its main objective is to suspend the Greater Gargadon, which suspends for one red and has ten counters on it. You can sacrifice a land, creature, or artifact to remove a counter from him. Uh, suspend naturally whenever it comes into play, it gains haste. So he's 9-7 haste when he drops in. Uh, and that's pretty potent because he usually drops into an empty board because... You cast some sort of enabling card that makes your free spells playable, and then you cast balance at that, and then you sack all your permanents in response, and then most of the time they are left with zero lands, zero creatures, mm, one to three cards in hand, yeah. and you have a nine seven haste guy, so that's pretty potent. There was a lot going on in that deck. There's a there, lot, there's going a on lot of there. moving parts, right? Uh kind of. Not really. It's it's fairly straightforward. You just have to mulligan aggressively. Like, uh, I think I only kept one seven-card hand all day. Sure. Uh, it had double simian spirit guide and as foretold on turn one. That was actually the highlight of my weekend. That that hand got thought seized and he took my as foretold. And I proceeded to naturally top deck the next as foretold. Like, is that just, like, the highlight of your weekend, though? Yeah. Like, that, that happening? The, that was the highlight Fucking of Fucking man. Weekend. Like, that is so good. Sorry, I lied. The highlight of my weekend was another time I went first game two, played a Misty Rainforest, said go. And then the guy went, water your grave, thought sees you. And I was like, response. Uh, crack my Rainforest for a Steam Vents, exile Simeon Spirit Guide to add a red. Electrodominance myself for zero. Because you have to target yourself. Because if they happen to give themselves hexproof, it'll fizzle your spell. Sure, because that's relevant. A- hey, man, everything's relevant. <laughs> and then attached uh, to that a Crashing Footfalls, which makes, again, two four four rhinos with trample. And then I proceeded to throw the guy my now two-card hand. <laughs> he picked an irrelevant card out of it. And then past the turn, that. I hit him for eight. That is so sick. <laughs> and so he died promptly the next turn because he couldn't kill my rhinos. So yeah, right. It's for eight, tramp, seems... eight trample damage on turn one is pretty cool. Was that that was was that turn one or turn? Oh, I guess it was turn one. I was gonna say. Well, I went first. Zero. It was right. on his okay. turn one. That yeah, I that... made two eight eight rhino. That or seems two good. Four four trampling rhino. Like, and he conveniently shocked and thought seized and put himself at sixteen. Could you have done that if <laughs> if it was turn zero if you had two simian spear guys in your hand? Yes, I've done it against you. Oh, that's right. You did do that against me. <laughs> yeah. Did I win that game? 
No. Uh, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't seem like very likely that Actually, you were playing Death Shadow, so that game went a hell of a lot longer than I thought it was going to. Oh, that, okay, now I remember that game. That was a really fun game to play. Yeah, you guys are the fucking worst people on the entire... I'm, like, regretting the fact that we're having this conversation, <laughs> because it devolved into... Oh, yeah, you know, the Electro-Dominance versus Death Shadow matchup. <laughs> it didn't devolve into that, it just got mentioned. And it wasn't even, uh, it wasn't even, it was, that was my, that was, like, that weird was ass evolution. GD, I love GD, that. GD deck. Didn't matter, it's, it, or you, not GDS, you just played a 5-5 DS deck. deck. I, I don't know what happened. I love everything about that. I think I eventually made more Rhinos. And- you did, yeah, you made a lot of Rhinos. You, ba- you balanced me, but... Mm. I don't need to function. I didn't need to function off many lands, so I bounced back from the balance a little bit. I should say that about the deck that making eight trample damage is actually not Plan A, which is my favorite part. Which about is the like deck. it's that's like <laughs> wild to imagine, right? Oh yeah, it's the crazy. fact that you can just make rhinos at will—that's Plan B. It's just like not <laughs> your predominant thing. No, I, like it, for some reason to me that seems incorrect. It's but... a bonus, like Oko's a bonus. It just, it makes whatever better. Oh, don't get me fucking started on the fucking Elk Master himself. I'm actually playing Oko in that deck, so I'm part of the problem. I mean, until Oko is banned, everybody's probably part of the problem and not the solution. I don't think Oko gets banned in Modern. That'd be... I don't think he... I mean, he's very good. Maybe not in Modern, no. But uh, Standard, he's almost guaranteed, right? Oh, Standard. Standard, he's just fucking gone. I actually had a really cool, uh, like, back and forth with a judge today Hmm. about... Uh, Oko's existence in the format, and his point was Oko on turn two, like unbeatable. Oko, Oko on turn, on turn three. three, manageable. So what's he saying? Ban the Mox Opal? No, ban Goose. Ban in Goose. Standard. Oh, in standard. <laughs> that's <laughs> we're talking about standard. That's pretty far fetched. That's a bad take, I think. I and I was just like, why don't Goose, you just kill the problem? Goose enables so many other decks too that like banning Goose just seems like. You just ban the thing that really fucking sucks. Sure, I mean Goose ain't the problem. Like it, Oko's just fucking boss a magic card. Your average three drop on turn two isn't a big deal. Someone's just gonna lightning bolt it or get rid of it. Well, not in standard, but you know what I mean. I get what you're saying. His response to that though was the most compelling part of this argument. Oko is a mythic rare, uh-huh. and is essentially the face of Thrones of Rodrain. Now, so Wizards doesn't really. Like, you don't want to incentivize the ban of that card. And then they want to save face on the fact that the Come card on, that they no. pushed is Not even too powerful. That. No, they want to no. save. They want to continue people to buy that fucking set. No, I understand that, but that's just nonsense. Nonetheless, they they'd sell product either way. Well, you, I mean, okay, so that kind of brings it into a conversation that we had earlier tonight, where because Oko is just the face of Eldraine, like you said. Cards are going under the radar, and we were talking about car, uh, a card at least that we thought went under the radar. Talking about the Royal Scion? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, the Royal that's, that's very true. thing is not a $10 card. We have talked about the Royal Scion on this podcast multiple times, where I have gone to bat for that card, like, heavy duty. When it was first spoiled, I convinced Matt that, okay, this card is absolutely fucking insane. First of all, it comes down, it's three mana. It has a starting loyalty of essentially six. Six either way. Which is nuts. Regardless of what you're doing, it's like, six. What are you doing on turn four that it's going to kill that card? The only downside I've noticed from playing this card thus far is if you drop it onto an empty board, you 
your only option for plussing it, draw and discard. If you don't want to draw and discard, which is nonsense because you can just discard the card you drew if you don't want it, but that's the only downside. You can't, it doesn't say up to one target for the plus two plus up. You, you literally just plus it. At very worst, you plus it, do nothing. Right. So right. it's not DAC. It's, it's it, it's close to DAC. It is not DAC Faden, you're right. It's like a, it's like a modern modern DAC. Well, I would also say that DAC isn't even good in modern. If he existed, he wouldn't be played. Oh, yeah, I agree. Modern so, era DAC Faden. Sure, sure. When sure. you don't have a ton of moxin and and stuff. Or you Affinity know. running around. You're right. Then DAC gets a lot worse. But it, in modern, man, I mean, okay, I love this card as a GDS player. Uh, it It's kind of similar to a Tamir Battle Rage, but it does so much more and it's like oh if you had tamir battle rage would you like the fact that you could do more with it absolutely no the royal sound is just like it's one of the best versatility cards and it's really really unkillable at its yeah. mana cost yeah it's fair like killable. it's a three mana it's a three mana planeswalker that has six loyalty you really cannot fuck with that card i guess that's a theme of throne throne of eldraine uh oh it's three mana planeswalkers that you can't kill oh okay yeah yeah because yeah, like deal. That's whole deal. the card that they printed in the set that is designed to kill planeswalkers doesn't even kill either of the planeswalkers that they printed in the set of three mana uh Ogo that's a joke fucking hell that's that what I'm, <laughs> no yeah it's just like what it the is fuck a is joke. going on? It is a total that was, joke. That was the marketing meeting they had. They're like, "All right, for this set, we're gonna make planeswalkers that are very in, uh, hard to kill and, no, 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 and yeah, price you, them at three mana." Are you talking you know about more of the spark? Yeah, you, you know what they needed <laughs> after the set that was built around planeswalkers? More busted planeswalkers. Yeah, they're like, "We're gonna we're gonna make a whole bunch of planeswalkers, and they're gonna be pretty good." I and then we're gonna make that. another set, and then we're just gonna make planeswalkers that are just un, unbeatable. I'm still waiting for them to print a card that says one blue mana counter target planeswalker or uh, one white mana players can't play planeswalkers or some shit like that. Well, I actually saw a compelling argument uh, on Twitter. I can't remember. I want to say it was like either like Patrick Sullivan or something like that. Uh, that like somebody who has game design experience where. The issue really is... Are you saying I don't have game design experience? You don't. Yeah. Ah. I am 100% saying that, yes. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, right. You nailed it. All right, all right. <laughs> um, but the the argument that I saw is that they're making these incredible planeswalkers, sure. They are, like, obviously overtly powerful. Like, nobody's saying Oko is not one of the greatest planeswalkers ever printed. But they haven't caught up with the removal spells. Boom. What if... Okay. For the planeswalkers. Not here's here's my close. idea. One casting cost. Eh, okay, there's some things that, it, uh, I, as I say this, I realize there are probably some problems here. One mana, legendary creature. When this creature comes into play, exile all planeswalkers until this creature leaves play. Now, the biggest thing is that it's one casting cost, and it's going to enable all those dumb artifacts that produce mana whenever a legendary creature comes into play. And you can be like, all right, first turn. Sure, like you can't, like Mox Amber, that's obviously an issue. Like, well, exile all planeswalkers. Players cannot play Planeswalker while this Amber creature is in play. Yeah, All right? Zarger. You can get some Vorthos reason, like, okay, this is the anti-Planeswalker creature. It's just a regular dude who walks around. Well, no, whatever. You, you know what would be a better design for that? Two a one-mana... No, one-mana, activated abilities of Planeswalkers can't be activated. I like that. They yeah, exist, yeah. but they can't be activated. That's that not sounds bad. a lot better. That is, yeah. Listen, so, li wizards, that's why listening, you're... sign my fucking checks. Uh, listen, I'm currently unemployed. So, like, just send me a fucking check, and we're ready to go. 
Let's, Wizard, let's Wizards, if you're listening, this guy's actually a douchebag. Don't trust him. Kevin, we don't do we don't do slander on this podcast. Oh well, fuck you. Okay, true story. You are wearing. Actually, no. I was gonna say this in a in a maybe like joking derogatory manner, but it's not derogatory at all. You're wearing a Wu Tang shirt, and that I, I kind of like it. So. I'm wearing a Wu Berg shirt. Oh, that's even. Well, that's actually worse. If it was Wu Tang, I'd be happier. Wu Berg. Wu Berg. A lot cooler, right? Yeah. Wu Berg is good. I'm actually behind it because you know West nerd PA, shit. But you know what's actually really funny about that too? Uh, if you out there in the Magic universe ever have cards that you wouldn't purchase that have a casting cost of a Wooberg, there's a place that you can do that. And it is FlipsideGaming.com. <laughs> so if you go to FlipsideGaming.com, you can purchase Magic cards of any mana cost. It could be Wooberg. It could be one colorless mana. Like, you need to buy a Soul Ring. Go for that. Do that. But you go to FlipsideGaming.com. You can buy your Magic the Gathering singles. You can buy your Magic the Gathering sealed product. You can buy your Magic the Gathering other products like sleeves, play mats, etc. Uh, and if you use code FETCH at checkout, you can get 10% off your order. So go do that. Go buy your go buy Oko's. No, fuck no, you know, no, 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 no. Again, Fetch and Chalk Finance Podcast. Go buy the Royal Silence. Royal Silence. Goddamn Royal Because Silence. that card yeah, is going to go up at some point because I think that card is very, very good. It's just so, sell your Okos. Go buy Royal Scions from fucking from FlipsideGaming.com and you're going to thank us later. But you know what? You don't have to thank us later because you already thanked us in the in the interim by using code FETCH at checkout. So, thank you. Can I just actually make a recommendation? Uh, buy Oko sleeves and then sleeve up your royal scions in the Oko sleeves, and then what profit. do you know about next leveling? That's pretty I good. love that so much. Make sure you're playing snow mountains in your non-snow deck. Oh, not in standard though. Oh, well, fuck standard. All right. Well, we got thoroughly derailed by that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and and interject. Well, whenever you throw a shameless plug in there, it's going to derail things. That's not a shameless plug. That is a full-hearted plug. Oh, right, 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 because it wasn't you, it wasn't you. Everybody it was, it was, should they, go to they have flipsidegaming.com, <laughs> and they should purchase their Magic the Gathering things. Listen, I'm I'm here to you do you a service. You sponsors, man. This is, this is it's shit. flipsidegaming.com, man. How do you not know? They're legitimately... He's homeless I just didn't Fabio. Mean, I just didn't mean they sponsored... I, I just figured no one sponsored you, Joker. He's homeless Fabio. He has no home. He has no... Internet. Internet. He has no... <laughs> These are all lies. All of way, these things are a lie. Yeah, this yeah. Is, none of that's accurate. Uh, <laughs> okay, but regardless, uh, that again, Flipside Gaming, you guys are all great. And also, everybody who's listening to this, uh, appreciate their greatness. You're Woo! a Thanks. Uh, I but as <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Kevin has eyes. Homeless like Fabio. Thing ever. <laughs> Homeless Fabio is, is, is <laughs> gaining an understanding of internet recording right now. Well, now it's very we, entertaining. We've uh, been, it's more than I just don't care. We've been thoroughly <laughs> just like I'm fucking off with whatever we're doing right now. Uh, so I'm going to go into my tournament report. Oh, yeah. Uh, proceed, brother. Uh, you guys... I wasn't right now, yet, but whatever. Everybody, take your <laughs> take your bets. Uh, did I play Death and Taxes or did I not play Death and Taxes? Uh, can I wait? Am I making a bet? I, I'm gonna let's give ten seconds to everybody, the viewers out yeah, there. Yes, he played Death and Taxes. God, God damn, damn it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, turns out 
Death and Taxes still sucks. <laughs> Watch your goddamn mouth, Matthew. No matter how much you pimp it out, it always You shut stuff. your whore mouth. <laughs> and you aren't, you aren't even going to have fun. You can play, like, Electro Balance or something fun, but no. In Legacy, that's not a chance. But, yeah, uh, it turns out... Uh, Mono White Control, uh, they did not do great today. Uh, as I alluded to earlier in, in the episode... That's why you've whitened all your borders on your cards. That's mono white control. You nailed it. Thank you. That's oh, not finally, man. somebody fucking figured it out. That's Style point. That is not why you did that. No, I mean it is mono yeah. white. It's mono white control. Also, white border army. There's only white. Yeah, I so, but I went. Sure there was no reasoning behind this. I went three and three. <laughs> no, there was no reasoning. Okay, fuck you, assholes. <laughs> well, I'm serious. <laughs> so I went Don't three and three today. Two and three. You respect the king of three. You only played five rounds. League six rounds. What are we on? Mm, like, we stole about? that title. Beer league. No, what was it? It wasn't the beer. It's league. the beer bracket. No, it's the beer bracket. Beer bracket. Yes, respect. You you show respect when you speak. Everybody to the king respects bracket. He didn't even wait till he was X four to drop. No, it's X three was. Uh, the cut. The cut to shame. Prizes. Not the cut to... Okay. The beer league. Again. It's the whole thing. Anyway, I lost I lost games of Magic Gathering today. Uh, <laughs> it was not very favorable. But I did have some highlights. And you know what? Winning isn't everything. Yes, it is. No, it's not. That's incorrect. Because uh, game one, I actually played against somebody who was also part of the White Border Army. I played against a dude who played Blue-White uh, Control. That had in his entire deck way bordered, and he had like the guru basics. So winning bordered. isn't everything, but the highlight is that somebody else took an eraser to the outside of their card it's a very and erased the expensive card. Yeah, it's it's all about defiling the most expensive cards that you possibly can. Because the most expensive card in Death and Taxes is probably Caracas. No, either not even close. Uh, it's definitely a vowel. What is Caracas worth? Oh no, Stoneforge Mystic now. Oh, Stoneforge Mystic. Stoneforge yes, Mystic yes, now, but also. What is correct? There's some sideboard cards. Surgical extraction. Listen, don't don't. We're not talking about we're not talking about death and taxes right now. We're talking about my opponent's sweet deck. He had Jason Mind Sculptor white bordered. He had Guru Basics white bordered. He had all of the sweet shit. Okay, so the Guru Basics were the the most expensive thing that he destroyed. I yes. mean, it's, it, casually four hundred fifty bucks for an eye. Casually, yeah, four hundred fifty dollars. Uh, take an eraser too. That is. The kind of shit that I'm into. Why not just buy you limited basics? I mean, if you enjoy enjoying life, feel free to enjoy it. A lot of people are into weird fetishes and stuff. I guess. <laughs> okay, That's here's pretty the, much exactly what I'm into. No, here's <laughs> here's the real question. Ruining your investments yeah. is. I mean, it's not an investment if you plan on keeping it. That's Story. the thing. Exactly. Like when true. you buy something and you don't plan on selling it, it has literally zero value to anybody else. That's why I've got that barbershop twister. Uh, amen. Yeah. So if here's my question. Is white bordering your lands or your your entire deck the foot fetish of Magic Gathering? Do you That's mean like, like sniffing socks? Only three people enjoy it, or what? No, there's way more than three people. Enjoy okay, it. sorry, only three percent of people enjoy it, or what? I'll it's say three like, percent. No, it's like sniffing sweaty gym socks. It's not. It's like drinking sweaty gym socks. Yeah, but from a it's hot. It's so drink. narrow. <laughs> <laughs> I am completely lost right now. That was a no. This reference. is fetish talk right now. We have gone to the fetish talk fetish podcast right now. Uh, so back to those rails it. that we know. Uh, uh, drinking. I'm still stuck on drinking. I because I am a literal person and I'm trying to understand how drinking socks works. Picture that there's some sexy socks. 
That was the Canadian who we met earlier. <laughs> oh, uh, my goodness. You were, you were out of the room. When... Yes, I was. Okay, so <laughs> post my tournament report. Yeah, I lost. Uh, but I also played some really good games. Uh, I beat a Chalice of the Void on one and a Chalice of the Void on two. At the same time? Which yes, turned out at the to same be time. an illegal play. Um, illegal the first Chalice of the Void was on one. The second Chalice of the Void was on two. But the second Chalice of the Void on one was an illegal play. No. But I didn't catch it. Due to the Chalice on 2. Due to the yeah. Chalice on 2. But if also... I need more vintage. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a bit interesting because also that card's restricted. Uh, yeah, but that card never used to be restricted. And you would frequently run into people trying to cast Chalice at 1 when they had a Chalice on 2. Because Mr. Yeah. Workshop exists. But we're also talking about like 2 years ago. Uh, it's more like 7 years ago. Yeah. But yeah. Of Chalice being restricted? Oh, yeah. Chalice and Golem got restricted. Oh, cool. So I was like yeah. 6 years old when that happened. Whatever. You don't play vintage now, so you're irrelevant. Uh, I wouldn't say irrelevant. Irrelevant is <laughs> because I'm also term. playing legs. He's like that's irrelevant. He is right. not irrelevant. Damn it! He, he plays does. death and taxes. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. We have somebody in my fucking corner. <laughs> Didn't you lose the infect? Yeah, that's a fucking abysmal matchup. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you wait? I'm sorry. Did you lose to a bad matchup? Didn't you? Lose yeah, to, you're irrelevant. <laughs> Didn't you lose to Dredge? No. Not this oh. weekend. Oh, you're right. On an official game? No, I did oh, not. Awesome. <laughs> an official game. Is I love so. everything about this conversation. It's such awesome a fucking... I love that you're talking about somebody else losing ridiculously instead of me losing Okay, hold on. So. I what? actually went 2 and 4, so I was worse than... Every oh, wait, you went 2 and 5. I also oh, went 2 and X. <laughs> yes. Wait, that hold on. X will not be named. Is anybody playing for top 8 tomorrow? No. Baby okay, baby. cool. Uh... L so no, uh, everybody's no. records are irrelevant. I want to talk about the most comical thing dibs that happened this weekend. Dibs, and I think <laughs> I think at least as far as gameplay is concerned, I have the story that trumps everybody else. Okay. No, I think I'm I game. know what Kev's gonna say, and I think his is pretty good. All right, so uh, you go first. Okay, I will take I will take the 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 first poll on this. Um, we have a good friend, Austin. Austin, I know if you're That was my this, story. No, I'm totally taking this. Oh, I was there for this. This has nothing to do with I told you. this Whoa. story, dickwad. Or me, it has nothing to do with me. Plot twist, it's yeah. the same story. Oh, fucking, <laughs> wait, record skip? <laughs> I, if I cared about editing about this, <laughs> I was going to put a record skip in there, but I'm not. But that record skip works for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> our good friend Austin, Austin, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I'm telling the story, but also you won this game, so like... Stop stop caring. But He's also not, you <laughs> suck the dredge. But also game. you suck, yeah. Also also Austin, if you feel bad about this, there are three other people out there that you can talk to about your experiences. Yeah. That's fair. None uh, of them are me. So <laughs> my good friend Austin, uh, he is brand new to Legacy. Uh, and he is playing Dredge, because he's played Dredge in Modern for uh, a bit of time at this point. Um and the very first time he played against Legacy Elves was I think round five, is that correct? <laughs> it, some, it must have been round six. He was, round six, yeah. He was three and two. Because he was, yeah, and he he was win. three he and two. But game he one. He didn't deserve it. Game one, he was on the draw. <laughs> and turn one, his opponent went land. Uh, Nettle Sentinel. Nettle Sentinel, yes. Uh, and passed the turn. Quite clearly an elf. That's a very, very <laughs> elves first play. Like, and if you're, if you know anything about legacy elves, that's. Like, that's a very hard signal that he's on Elves. To be fair, if you know anything about any format playing Elves, if they play a Nettle Sentinel in any format, it's they're elves. playing Elves. To be fair. 
There are zero reasons to play Nettle Sentinel unless you're playing elves. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the only yeah the only deck Fair. that, uh, that, <laughs> yes, that yes, Nettle yes, Sentinel exists in is is a deck that is fully comprised of our pointed eared friends. Yes. Mm. So so <laughs> homeboy went turn one land and Nettle Sentinel. Austin with his infinite wisdom <laughs> went turn one land discard spell. He went, but the discard spell was specifically Cabal Therapy. So you have to name a card, and then your opponent reveals their hand, and if they have that named card in their hand, they discard it. Otherwise, it does actual nothing. All copies of it. Yes. Uh, Austin casts Cabal Therapy, and his opponent goes, sure, totally fine. Cabal Therapy resolves. He names, out of all of the options he could have possibly had, Crop rotation. <laughs> that uh, was not clean. Crop rotation is not a card that is played in elves in any capacity. At all, ever. Uh, I'm going to skip you and go second with my he story. Hit. He hit. He did not hit. Turns yeah, out. Uh, his opponent revealed two nature's claims, uh, two elves, and a land. Natural order. And then he promptly lost that game. Which was 100%. Like, I was watching that game... And when he did that, I audibly groaned behind him. I was like, oh, Austin, no. He's like, what? <laughs> but he ended up winning that game. Like, Austin, great. The match, not he, the game. The match, yeah, you're correct. Yes. Uh, Austin, solid player. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's just learning the format. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, that sure. moment specifically, I was just like, that is a telltale sign that you need reps. But I love it. That was such a classic legacy moment. And I will never forget that until the day I die. I'm going to skip everybody else and also tell a story about Austin fucking up Dredge. And, uh, <laughs> this is actually even a better highlight, I think. It was before the tournament even happened, and he was just playing Lieb for fun. And uh, Yes, this was great. <laughs> he uh, had, let me think what the board was. Austin had Putrid Imp in play, a couple of Dredgers in hand, two Lion's Eye Diamonds in board, a Cephalid Coliseum in board, which draws three cards. And, uh, for blue. Sacrifice it. Something else. A threshold blue, sacrifice it. Okay, yeah, you gotta have threshold. Yeah, and so then, you had to have seven cards in your uh, graveyard. So Lieb went turn two, play Thalia, which makes things cost one more, and pass back. And Austin proceeded to go, hmm, okay. Uh, draw card, blah, blah, blah. Uh, sack this Lion's Eye Diamond for black. Uh, pay two mana for the cable therapy in my hand. And I was standing behind him, I was like, oh, uh, you gotta discard that hand, brother. <laughs> yeah, Lion's Eye Diamond, so it, it's essentially a Black Lotus, but when you activate it and sack it for mana, you have to discard your hand. So you couldn't cast a card in your hand that you wanted to use that mana for, and right. that was the issue. Right, so he ended up discarding his hand and not being able to do what he wanted to do. Uh, it didn't matter in the slightest, because he was still able to cast his cable, cable therapies out of the yard, and then... Uh, it turned out he tapped his lion's eye diamond for the wrong color of mana, but that also didn't matter. It didn't matter. He, no, he just lion's did his eye diamond and yeah. just tapped that one for the right color of mana and just proceeded to crush Lee yeah, anyway. He, no, he totally wiped the floor with me, <laughs> like regardless of his misplays. And, but there were like, so many misplays. There were like six or seven misplays all in one turn, and it did not matter in the slightest. Also, like I don't <laughs> want to continue to talk shit about Austin because. Well, one, hold on. Before you get into that. I also have a story about Austin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh, God damn it. I wish you did. That would be so, so great. Like, you're gone, There's like man. infinite shitting on like one of my 
best friends of all time. Like, that's so great. Austin's more than willing to take it. No, yeah. Austin, <laughs> uh, if you're listening, which you are, uh, no, he's not. you did a great job. And I'm proud of you. Uh, but also, get good. What did he end up in on the day? Uh, six I believe two. he ended up in Snow 6 and 3. He was playing no, later than everyone two. else. It's Snow, eight, he went ten rounds. You got yeah, three. It's eight rounds today for Legacy. And oh, two he got three right. losses. Baby so was, five and, baby five was and six three. and two. You're right. Baby yeah. was six and Okay. But 5 and 3 is super respectful. I mean, better than me, and I've been playing Legacy for fucking forever. Yeah, but you're playing a terrible deck. And that's that's, that's true. a good record. <laughs> that's a, that's a, hey, that's a good finish. 5 and 2. Yeah, so shout out to Austin for his very first Legacy tournament. Did better than... A lot of the field, which has probably been playing Legacy for a significant amount longer than him. Regardless of the amount of fuck-ups. Great tournament, buddy. Well, well done. I mean, that just goes to show, like, get good playing a deck. He he just picked it up and was that good playing it. But if you really want to, like, spike a tournament like this, play the deck a lot. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, know your lines and just yeah, get good, and then you're going to have some kind of Yeah, finish. jam your... The lines you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. Figure out how to play every other deck you're going to play. And if you learn how to play all the other decks in in the meta, you're going to be so much better at playing in a tournament like this than if you just pick it up and go. I agree with that. I but will you say, can still be like Bop and pick it up and go and still do okay. I will say that it's a lot easier to learn all the decks you're going to play in modern or in Vintage or Legacy or Standard Compared to modern, where the largest deck comprises like four percent of the metagame. Well, also modern is just a shit show right now. Modern is just a whole fuck of nonsense, and anything can do anything, and it's a good time. All right, so uh, vintage is a better time, I should say. Let's that. close. Yes. Let's close yeah, it out. Uh, the synopsis of the weekend. Uh, I mean, did everybody have fun? This is my favorite weekend for second favorite. Second favorite weekend of the year. It's just, I love playing Vintage, and Vintage is my favorite format, and I got to play it a good amount, which I can never argue with, being a good weekend. Uh, yes, our annual is hella fun, but we don't play Vintage there, we just draft, and obviously I'm going to choose the weekend that... You can play the format that you love. Yes. Over top of just like format that you're just like hanging out with. Yeah. I it is it. a special time. I enjoyed your use of the word hella. That thing came in. You <laughs> hey, bring it back, baby. Let's go. Like, I am bringing well, it back. Good. That was good. That was hella cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was forced, though. It's brought yeah, back. Yeah, it was forced. It's yeah. never forced. It I love forced. it. No, did everybody have a good weekend? Like, just in general? Force, force that. Yeah. <laughs> you pay your life. Oh, I, I get it. Life. I paid my what life. What are you discarding for it, though? Or what are you Actually, exiling? I didn't pay a life. Exile that. But are you, are you forced the negation? Bitch. Hmm. You still got. You guys are the. Still got to discard a blue spell. The worst people I've ever met in my entire life. I didn't discard a blue spell. Destroy that. The fact that this is a conversation, I want to die. This is so bad. Did you just pyroblast me? Did you pyroblast me? Force vigor, bro. I forced you, bitch. I hate everything about me. Okay, we're done with this conversation. I tried to. I tried to get everybody's synopsis, and everybody just it devolved into a fucking conversation about. Forces. Oh, you're, you're trying to clean this up because we're at the time. You're the one I, I, that. Uh, <laughs> you're the one that invited four magic nerds into our room to talk into a microphone. Well, to be fair, to, to be, be fair, fair. <laughs> it was. I invited two additional nerds 
because I already knew one of them was already on board with this. Matt does come in uninvited many times. Apparently, I was already part of this podcast. I am a hanger on You're the lore. You're the... Yeah, Kevin... (laughs) I love Kevin is a Vorthos member of the podcast. Like, he is part of the Fetch and Chuck lore. I'm not sure what that means. I'm so glad that you were a part of this, though. I love this. Fuck yeah. So, did everyone have a great time? Yes. Yes, Dad. Did everybody learn a lot? Uh, yes. 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 A lot. Bullis' Citadel is fucking bananas. I should very specifically say that I've never had more fun in a tournament than whenever I was, uh... When's the last time you you cast balance with Xurnor about... And, and you're playing modern? Oh, man. Yeah. 1995. Like, yeah, oh, man. It's Gotta love that shit. I don't plan to play another modern deck for a long time. I love that so much. Yeah. I learned how to, uh, leverage your cards that you really don't care about and are valued as much as you value them to cards that you value a lot more. And are more valuable. And are more valuable, yeah. By a long shot. Much better. I mean, I did try and make some kind of trade in years past, and I definitely got ripped off by... Not ripped off by vendors, but the trade of card cards for card was definitely more in their favor than mine. I felt like this year, it's still obviously... It's like if you go to a casino and you try and gamble. Yeah. It's it's in their favor. But I felt well, if like you're I trading definitely... shit in, get the price of what they want for something first. Yes. Don't trade all your cards in and tell and let them tell you how much money you have and then go look at cards that they have because they're going to tell you that that card is as much money as you just got for trade-in. Yep. Also, remember that money is meaningless and that life itself is... Oh, fuck off, Kevin. Fucking cool philosophical Kev over here. Just going deep. I love it. Hi, and welcome to Deep Thoughts. Yeah. And let's all calm down. Deep, head by you. deep Thoughts with Homeless Fabio is actually going to be... That's the shit. So anyways, uh, yeah, I learned a lot this weekend. Uh, Bop, you learn anything? Yeah, <laughs> Bullets of Citadel is really good. And I cannot no, beat never. the mirror that's playing red. <laughs> with P.O. 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 Uh, P.O. with red is better yeah, than P.O. Yes. Uh, I learned nothing. I learned that uh, if you want to come to a big tournament, you better you best be ready. Uh, because yeah, I was not ready. ASMR, baby! Let's go! Alright, that's... So what were you saying? Making it weird. You were saying Anyways, something. I learned that uh, you gotta come prepared, because I've uh, I've been playing Magic a long time. Uh, I've been to tournaments in all kinds of different conditions. Uh, this time, I, I drove in the morning of. I had a... It should have been an hour and a half drive. Took about two and a half hours. Uh, I sat down to my first match uh, with a deck that I hadn't looked at and and uh, updated for a couple months. And I was not as competitive as I have been in the past. Especially when, when some of the cards in your deck got restricted. Well, I mean, obviously I didn't have... I had. I went from four mental missteps to one mental misstep, and I just threw some cards in. But they were decent cards. I mean, I threw I threw a couple of Planeswalker and... Uh, what is it? Teferi 3? Is that, is that the... Time Rabbler! Yeah. yeah. Teferi Time Rabbler. You have a very Danzig look going yeah, on right you're, now. You're I kind of like it. That's... The, yeah, the you got the, Every, the hair Audio point. podcast listeners. You gotta go, <laughs> go stab a Soch real quick. So after this, are we gonna... Are we gonna <laughs> stop this and do your rule. SoundCloud rapping debut? Is that what's happening That's actually here? on the other uh, podcast channel. Uh, it's the Fetch and Shock... Face tattoo. Oh, yeah, it's the Fetch and Shock Post Malone... 
Ah, uh, neck yeah. tattoos and face tattoos. Underrated. Most of the time. A thousand percent. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 like, it's over. You're posting for sure. That's it. So, I'm anyways, I the problem with being a vegan. You don't get enough protein. Right, and you're, you're just always. Tired. Tired. I'm gonna give you some protein, bud. Speaking of derailed. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I showed up to this one. I was not ready. My deck was not updated, and I was nowhere near competitive. Uh, faced people who were much more competitive. I also made a very terrible play uh, in my first match just from driving and not being ready when I sat down in the morning to play Magic. I was not ready to sit down and play Magic. And uh, I went to time, and on turn five, basically I was like, okay, well, this guy can't beat me because I, I have my two bolts that are going to stop him from beating me. And instead of just putting both of my bolts at the creature that would have uh, kept me alive, I just went bolt, bolt, and bolted two creatures, not realizing that one was 4-4 one was four, four instead of 3-3, three, three, and died instead of stayed alive. So I, I played bad and was not prepared. That's not a way to go into a magic tournament. Yeah, play usually, bad and get punished. Usually when you bolt something and it doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, that's... Okay, so that is the knowledge that we gained. Right, right. If right. you bolt something and it doesn't immediately die... Uh, do again. Right. Yeah, repeat until dead. Yeah, he was happy. He stood up and walked away real fast. I love like, that. And I was like, it's oh. because he got away with one. I think we all learned. I, he didn't get away with it. I gave it to him. You, you know what I mean? I, gave, I did, give, I I did, I did let him take something back at some point, which was just like, I shouldn't well, have silly. done. That's a silly That's a coward move. Yeah. But I think we all learned <laughs> the power of friendship again. Fuck right off. Why don't you go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any of you. That's fine. Um, but you know what I do like? I like the game that we play each week. Do you like flip something? Is this going to no. get really weird? Because <laughs> I, I mean, there's no protein involved in this game, is there? No, there is no protein. Oh, I mean, the, the, the protein that you're going to be using oh, in your own up, body. Uh, how, how long is this thing? You try to cap this thing like right now, or I, I got one more thing to talk about? Oh, my God. I hey. literally just had the perfect segue yeah, yeah. into well, the fucking game. And what else do you have to possibly talk about? Your um, guest hosts have games that they want to play with you. I have to talk about my brother Greg playing the most fantastic vintage deck that I've seen in years. Oh my is god. Not, I should say, it's not of his invention at all. Some dude Eric made it. I actually but, talked to the inventor of the deck oh, yeah, earlier yeah. too. He, he was a dope. super nice guy. Yeah. Uh, but what was his name? Eric. His name was Eric. And he has crabs. Inventor of the deck. He does Eric have crabs. Crab but this deck he is drawn fantastic. Yeah, he drawn variety, yes. Now, mind you, this is a vintage deck. The uh, format filled with Moxon and Lotus and uh, Rickshaws and all sorts of stuff. It plays all of those things. It plays all of those things. But it doesn't need them to any extent. Uh, you could honestly. play this unpowered. and Yeah, and be I, just kind. I consider doing it. Yeah, this is probably the deck to play if you're not powered. But uh, it's fantastic. It rolls into... Uh, Fastball was recently under, unrestricted for you cats that don't follow Vintage, which I imagine is pretty much everybody. The vast majority, yes. Uh, but it's, it used to be a one-off. Now it's a four-off. lets you play as many lands as you want per turn. Every land past the first costs you a, a one... or Well, deals you one damage. Very important that it is not loss of life. It's actually damage trigger. Because uh, that also lets you play Glacial Chasm at zero at one life and uh, not take any damage from the Fastmon trigger. Worth noting. Cute. Uh, not cute, potent. <laughs> and, I uh, mean, I think both of those are true. Yeah. It's cute and also it's potent. It's cute and potent. Right, but still. Uh, but then the deck specifically played uh, Fastmon and Hedron Crab, which mills three for landfall. And then 
any number of lands that either the Ravnica bounce lands will bounce themselves and you can keep replaying them, or Oboro Palace in the Sky costs one mana, which taps for one mana, and you can tap it to bounce itself and keep playing it. And if you have a fast bond and a crab and roughly 18 life, you mill them to death and it's great. That's super sweet, yeah. <laughs> or if you have retreat, you just oh yes, or retreat to aggro, which is landfall, which is an enchantment that says landfall. Yeah, you drain your opponent. Yeah, drain, drain the game, game one. Yep, yeah. sure. Which negates fast bond, and you just yeah you kill them. you do you deal damage infinitely with yeah, a bounce. It doesn't land. matter how many cards are in their deck, yada yada. Just they lose. It sounds like life. it has no. I was gonna say uh, bad matchups against oath and bug. Uh, the Oath matchup is tricky just because currently all the Oath players are playing Gaius Black, which makes the mill strategy irrelevant. But if, Retreat if, to Hagrid still it, kills, it just kills them straight your graveyard up. and itself back into your deck. It's yeah, also gotta, worth noting that Retreat to Hagrid was the right line to take against them in the first place. You gotta worry about Force a whole of bunch of fire, Pyroblasts, and uh, Pyroblast kills your crab. Force and of Vigor gets rid of. Force of Vigor gets rid of everything. Yeah, Force of Vigor is such a good vintage card. But mostly the only people who are playing Force of Vigor are the Bug players and the Dredge players. And the Dredge players have to take the option of either killing your Graft Digger's Cage or your Leyline of the Void or your Combo piece. Although, personally, I recommended to my brother that he play Yixlid Jailer because that won't get hit by Force of Vigor. Speaking of bad matchups, let's move into <laughs> our game for the week. Fine. I'm sorry, guys. Nobody cares about the fucking shitty vintage crab deck. I'm not trying to appeal to the masses, Lee. This is why I'm not good at internet. Yeah, I know. That's why you're not. You can't internet very This well. is why Homeless no, Fabio is not a recurring guest in the fucking Vintage Talk podcast. This is like, why I'm Homeless Fabio. I don't know what you want from me. This, so this talk is, about what I talk about. This is, something, this is something that I want to talk about. I think everybody would love to hear this. So, uh, for everybody around uh, who knows what we're into... We have a game that we like to play. I'm it's, not playing Limp Biscuit with it. No, 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 no. It's not Limp Biscuit. It's actually called Accumulated Knowledge. So the way that we're doing it this week is <laughs> that considering that we have two very special guests this week, uh, we're actually going to pit them against each other to see who is the champion. So we're going to do the standard Accumulated Knowledge thing where... Do we get to then go against uh, uh, the other self-proclaimed accumulated knowledge savant? We're actually going to have the winner come back for a return episode for that. That seems like actually sick. Listen, we can't just blow all of our fucking load all in one episode. We got to fucking keep this straight going. If you play Limp Bizkit, you can. (laughs) 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 What? Well, great Limp Bizkit jokes, guys. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Are you old enough to know who Limp Bizkit is? What question is that? Do you know what Limp Bizkit is? Chocolate Starfish! Okay, <laughs> we are done with the Limp Bizkit talk. We're talking about accumulated <laughs> Hold knowledge. On. Just so, accumulated thing. knowledge. This sounds fun. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so, about uh, Limp Bizkit. What we're doing with accumulated knowledge is, uh, we have two special guests here, uh, and we're going to pit them against each other to see who is the superior of our two guests. And eventually, we'll probably have one of the winner. Actually, fuck it, we'll have both of them back on. And we might honestly, we might have to pair him up against Corey. Corey is undefeated. And then they can meet the final boss that is Matt. That would actually be kind of fucking cool. But what we're going to do is the same standard rule set where we do 
five random cards from Scryfall. I'm going to give the name of the card, and they have to give the mana cost of the card. What we're going to do with our little competition is... We're going to do the coin flip thing. Tails. Tails. Off the rails. Okay, so what do you want? This will be 100. This will be uh, not 100. Uh, one of those heads and one of those tails. Yeah, here. not 100 is heads, 100 is tails. <laughs> okay, so cool. cool. That cool, works for cool. me. So 100 is heads? Z goes first. Okay. So accumulated knowledge. No. We're starting with a card, and that random card is Boros Guild Mage. Um, one white, one red, two colorless. That is incorrect. One white, one red. That is also incorrect. Can what? I guess this? It Wait, is. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Boros Guildmage? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Two hybrid. It, uh... Whoa, no, you already gave yeah. your answer. Oh. That's right, like, well. yeah, that's 100%. That's like, that's. Okay, well, the answer's two hybrid. Z, would you like to. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a hint? Uh, yeah, I'll take the hint there. What would you What would you like the hint to be? It could be. Yeah, dealer's choice. You give me a hint. Uh, I will give you the creature type. <laughs> okay, it is one white. One red hybrid each. Two hybrid mana. Two hybrid Boros mana. Is that what yes, you're trying to say? Yes, that is what I'm saying. Cool. Yeah, that you were correct. <laughs> that was a fabulous hint. I would just like to say that. Continue the game. Okay, awesome. So, <laughs> Boros Killman is, uh, is a 2-2 for, like Z said, uh, two hybrid Boros. And it has one in a red. Target creature gains haste until the end of turn. And for one in a white... Target creature gains first strike until the end of turn. Pretty neat. Dang. So I got the next one lined up. Um, Kev, you get this one first. It is Eye Blight Assassin. Ooh, that's a real good one, actually. Eye Blight Assassin. He costs one black and two colorless. That is correct. Yeah, that's really good. Yep, you got it. Let's see, what else do you do? Tap, discard an elf, target creature gets minus X, minus X, where X is the number of elves you control? Wrong. Mm. Mm. What does he do? Uh, when he enters the battlefield, target creature... And opponent controls get minus one, minus one till end of turn. Oh, that was way off. Yeah, no. I don't know, but you... I'm not sure, but you still got it. It doesn't matter. You still definitely got it. It has the same casting cost. Cool, cool. (laughs) All right, so card three. This one's a spicy meatball. Uh, Monk Idealist. Um, Blue, two colorless? That is incorrect. White and two colorless. Gains you four life when he comes into play. Uh, No, gains you two life when he comes into play. What's he do? Are you locking in your answer for the mana cost? White and two colorless, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, that's 100% correct. Yeah. Uh, you could not be more farther off from the fucking ability, though. Oh, I'm thinking of the Venerable Monk. Yes, you are 100% correct. Monk Idealist comes in and bu- blows up an enchantment. Yes, so Monk Idealist is uh, two and a white for a 2-2 two, two, uh, summon cleric. <laughs> and whenever it, enters, uh, whenever it enters the battlefield, you return target enchantment card from mm. your graveyard to your hand. Oh, I'm still way off. Yes. <laughs> so, record is... 1-1. One, 2-1, one. One, right? Oh, 2-1, yeah, I guess Yeah, so. Kevin is at 2, Z is at 1. Alright, the next card, Reveal Squad. Is this my turn? Yes. What? Reveal Squad. Yes, R-E-V-E-I-L-L-E. It's yes. Kevin's turn first. Wasn't that last one his he turn just went last. Yeah, He just went No, because he did blue no, and 2. Oh, you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. White and 2. I got that last one wrong. It's gotta be a line this game is shit. as derailed as the entire episode. <laughs> Reveille Squad, it's gotta be something red. I'm feeling like it costs two red and two colorless. That's Wait, what I guess. Two red, two colorless? I really don't know this one, but that's my guess. Uh, you would be incorrect. Okay. 
Z, would you like to take a guess? One red, three colorless. That would also be incorrect. This one's a tough one. Kev. This one's a real brutal fucking one. Would you like a hint? Well, you get a hint. What would your hint? <laughs> like, legitimately, my two guesses were the guesses that they both had. What what kind of hint, when you're like, what kind of hint would you like? What are the choices? So you can get Creature any... type, power, toughness, You can uh, get any text, text from the card. Oh, okay, so you can ask a text question. Um, yeah. May I ask you for a hint about the mana cost? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want a hint. I don't want a hint. No Power, toughness, enchantment. I would like the flavor text, sir. Two white... Two white and two colorless. God damn, he got it. All right, it's zero hints, sir. You know what's also, you know what's really enlightening? The fact that these guys are asking about the rules of the game, which means they have definitely not listened to the podcast. Yeah, definitely not. Like, what kind of fucking friends are you, fucking losers? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I would have asked. Actually, told you multiple Does the card have a new border or old Whoa. border? <laughs> it's not. I agree. This is. I'm part of it. I agree. That's what I'm saying. From but prophecy. I, I, I keep saying it is. Two white white. It is a three three rebel. Whenever you're attacked, if Revel Reveal Squad is untapped, you may untap all creatures you control. Revely is the word. Revely squad. Yes. Do you know how he knows that? Because he went searching through boxes. That ain't to why get I know that. A bunch of that is not why prophecy I do that. cards. That is not why I knew that at all. So Kev technically wins. Uh no, but for the sake of for the sake of the game. The completion. Uh we're going to do the last one. Let's do ten. No, we do five. Oh. Listen, we have standards around here, Kevin. <laughs> Hengewalker. Hengewalker. Okay, hold on. Give me some tokens first, because I want to I wanna do some artwork on your oh! tokens. Oh! Mr. fucking Z wants to fucking be Mr. Picasso over here. Hengewalker, I think, is... Oh, I know this green, one. green and three colorless. Hengewalker, he's three colorless. He's got adamant. He uh, gets a plus one, plus one counter if you spend three of the same color to. Uh, he's two two to start. He's from Thorn Valdrian. That was easy. all right. Well, yeah. Seems like Kevin wins the game. I told you I taught Bob everything he knew. What did you think I meant? That's fair. I don't disagree with that. I was not expecting you to. The Revelry Squad. Yeah. No, yeah, that that was, yeah, that was, that was that fucking was, brutal. Was spot on. Yeah. That was some shit. I, I was would like, not have gotten the red. Like, no, I was like, mm, I was very white. outclassed. <laughs> I mean, Kevin also he would seems like me. he would be in the savant category of people yeah. that we have on this podcast. <laughs> like uh, he joins Matt in I that mean, category. Do you see the decks I play? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you're the winner, dude. Thanks. Do you have a, do you have a shout out? Uh, yeah, uh, to Jason, the dude from Ontario. Uh, who I think is actually knocking I at the door right now. I fucking Jason from Ontario, uh, Canada. Literally Jason just knocked, knocked on the door. Oh, Are I'm you gonna serious? Get, I'm going to answer the door. Holy fucking shit. This is a real life thing that just happened. What's up, boys? I'm losing my mind right now. Holy fuck. You are not serious. That's hey, going high. Holy Say A shit. into the microphone. A. Shit. If this was going to happen, none of us. <laughs> Cut it okay. Out. Cut it out, Lee. Cut it out. This is not a real thing that occurred. Um, so in our hotel, uh, we met a human being uh, from Canada who is actually in town, not for Magic the Gathering, but for a fucking hockey game. Yeah, there's human beings in Canada, by the way. Connor yeah, it turns David out is one serious motherfucker. The fucking degenerates from Canada are here, and they're here to party. Uh, we're not degenerates. We're awesome people. That's a blonde. That's a blonde <laughs> you just needed an A. In there. I fucking love it. Is this a podcast? Yes, it is.
It's mostly about that nerd game. Fucking Jason! About. Look at this guy! We're ca- we're Canadian and everything in Canada is awesome. Bro, the uh, I was actually like just he was like, Oh Kev, you're new just to this show, it. do you wanna give a shout out? And I was like, Oh, this cat that we met like an hour ago, Jason from down the hall, he was the shit. <laughs> and then you just happened! Like, oh, oh my god, god this is insane! I heard you guys. We have it on recording. I heard you guys. What is going on? I heard you guys from down the hall. You'd bust them. No, it was before it was like simultaneous. Yeah. You couldn't have heard us. No. Because I was like, this cat Jason, knock, knock, knock. And I was like, it's gotta be him. Holy shit! <laughs> okay, so any closing thoughts, anybody? Uh, go Canada. <laughs> Jason! I don't know, that's all any closing thoughts? Say something Canadian. America has cheap prices and no taxes. Alright! Oh, jeez! <laughs> Canada has so, free healthcare and good shit. If you're, if anybody out there is interested in Canada, uh, move there. Uh, but if you don't want to move to Canada, but you also want to keep in touch with the Fetch and Shock podcast, go to Twitter, uh, and search at Fetch underscore Shock. You can find us there. If you want to search me, I am at Basic Land Bin. If you want to search Matt, it is at under, it's what it's, it's Bop. It's Bop. Uh, it's Bop. You got Bop. Outside of that, uh. Yo, yo, if you want to search for me, check out at Homeless Fabio. Oh, but he's, but if you search actually at Homeless Fabio, is that a real thing? No, no that's facetious <laughs> entirely. Oh. <laughs> and you can find me at, 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 if you want to search me, it's at Canada.Canada.ca. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Basically the only thing he's got going for him. Dot, .ca is a free domain name, by the way. <laughs> So you don't need to pay for it, just so you know. Yeah, because everything in Canada is free. Yeah. I can't believe this fucking happened. What the fuck is going on? I can't believe anything All else right. ever happened. All right. <laughs> Thank fucking, you, everyone. We're done. Thank you, guys. Fucking see you, nerds. Peace. Love you, nerds. Peace. 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 Canada, number one. <laughs> <laughs>